Painkiller Nearly, episode 93 has begun. Hello, everyone. Hi. We are a couple minutes late. Jackie served me dinner and they were talking, and I did nothing to derail that conversation while I gobbled as much dinner as I could. Yes. I was watching yeah. that. Kyle was telling stories about uh, his ex Russian friend who's like not totally a rapist, but definitely walking around. A little rapey. Rape you uh -huh. wouldn't let him take out a female relative. However, you wouldn't. No. However, if you were the, the, the district attorney, you probably wouldn't file charges. He's somewhere in the middle. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's in that murky area. I don't want to <laughs> lose that case. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to lose that. I mean, this guy looks like a real scumbag, but huh? it's not going to He told hit me mine. about, like, he, like, in. So. He would be about 54 today. Um, so why is that confusing? Because normally when someone uses that phrase, he would have been 54 today, he's dead. I don't know if he's alive or dead. Uh, I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen him in 12 years or something like that. I'm just saying that so you know the time period in which he was a child or a young yes. man and stuff. And, he was, and I guess that would have been like the 70 early 70s or uh, or Late maybe 60s, or maybe right? mid 80s yeah yeah somewhere or excuse me i, I went so he was born in 64 yeah okay so he grew up in the he grew he so he spent some of his young life still when it was soviet uh, the soviet union and he talked about how Most shitty how shitty the russian cars were the soviet cars that they had access to but his dad had a little money he's like i had a nice russian car and in my head i'm like the fuck does a nice Russian car look like, you know? <laughs> but he was, he, he said, you know, he, he, he was basically telling, he's like, I feel sorry for you American guys. So hard to get the pussy. And it was, you know, I, I was 19, so I could attest firsthand to that how hard it was to get pussy in Atlanta when you're 19 and like working constantly and just, just no time for a social life. And he, he, he was like, you got to yeah. work so hard, got to do this and that and oh, I love you. In Russia, you take the pussy. <laughs> it is already yours, and and he just describes like driving down the road in his nice car and, and like pulling over and being like, "Beach, you want to ride? Get in car." He's just talking about prostitutes. He's like he's like five minutes later, she's sucking the dick, and he's like, <laughs> for only sixty rubles. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I never considered that, but I'm sure there was a good deal of prostitution yeah, no shit. going no, on. No, in women Sergei's in Russia life. aren't just a different species that are like, oh my goodness. Uh, Yvette, there is nice car coming. Look as though it has all four same wheels. Like, <laughs> I suck his cock. Like, no. Like, that, that's ridiculous. Like, oh, uh, that's how Sergei told it. You can lie your ass off if you are from some Eastern European block country and you come over here. And, like, imagine being from one of those countries where they, they just don't even exist anymore. You could make up whatever cultural Czech stories you want. Anything about the old land. My just, girlfriend spent some time in Czech. Um, uh, they, or, uh, her family were missionaries, or dad was, uh -huh. and they, they went over there at one point. She talks about how awful the drivers were. Like she, she's like, you'll just be walking down the sidewalk, and they'll fucking lose it right there and just run into a building or something. And nobody, everybody's just like, oh, he lost control. What are you going to do? Those crazy cars. <laughs> Freak accident. They haven't mastered the <laughs> Is auto. Is that where she learned to drive by chance? <laughs> Must have been. Cause... That's like there. Like here we, should... we have like the trumped up assault statistics like one in two whoever will be raped or whatever that's there in russia like one in six people will die in horrible fire explosion in russian car like, <laughs> <laughs> i'd love to take your girlfriend and my, cars. my wife and just race them right put them in nascar cars see what happens 
That would be funny. Ah, uh, I don't know who's I, the worst I, driver. You don't even have to go that high pressure with it. I think if you put them both in a car and told them to go to the mall, one of them's gonna wreck, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, somebody's like, somebody's it's a race. like maybe There's not like a no full blown lines. fiery accident, but your wife's gonna run over a, a somebody, little person at the mall, or my girlfriend's gonna ram into a parking space or something. Uh, somebody hit my wife's car. Like and, today? Uh, this week. I don't oh. know. And um, there's hardly any damage. It just scratched one of the fenders. It's in my vlog. And she was so excited. She's like, do you see this damage? Wasn't me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this one? I, I, I'm she, should, she should do what I did that time. Like, like I, I had a legitimate car accident when with a deer. The deer hit me. I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. The deer did hit me. He like mm -hmm. ran into the side of my car. I believe um, So, so I, I like to keep my record 100% intact. I've never hit anything. Um, but, but the deer hit me. And uh, when I went to when I filed the insurance claim and I go to get uh, you know the, the quotes and everything from from multiple places, I had to go to three different places. And the first place I went to, I was they were like, "Well, show us all the damage that occurred." And I was like, "Here, over there, on the hood, this thing over here on the back wheels chipped." <laughs> and he, he's like, well, "How'd that happen?" I was like. Well, I didn't no. hit a possum. And he, and I swear to God, he didn't flinch when I was showing him damage on the hood, damage on the door, damage on the mirror, and damage like low in another spot. He didn't flinch. He just wrote it all down and gave me the quote. So I go to the second place, and he's acting like I'm a scam artist or something. He's like, how did this happen? And I'm like, big antlers. Big antlers. They just came over, and they scratched the paint and made that dent over there. And I don't even know it was it happened so fast. He's like, did the last place say they were going to pay for this? Because, you know, he wants the cheapest quote because that's who it's going with. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You're more expensive, and you're fixing half the shit. So um, that's how that thing went. I got the whole car fixed. That was nice. Yeah, You can't be lazy with that shit. you got to go around and make sure you're getting your quotes. But insurance talk. Insurance talk. <laughs> Anyway, so I was watching the the Blues lose to San Jose Aww. last night, which it's gonna. They're, they're, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Blues win Game Six, but they, I'd say they have about a five percent chance of winning two games back to back against San Jose. There's just no way. Um, so that sucks, especially since Chiz is gonna be gloaty about it, but he also won't be too bad because he knows I really care about it, so he won't be a dick. Uh, but good lord. Even though I know he's being nice and trying to get in, like imagine Woody, if I got really into woodworking and I posted a couple things on a forum, and it was so much better than anything you had ever done or could do, <laughs> and I sent it to you like Woody, look at this, like I'm so proud of myself. You'd look at it and like you'd be a little bit happy, like I'm so glad he's getting into this, working with his hands. That's a healthy hobby, but at the same time, you'd be resentful because you'd be like, <laughs> that piece of shit jumps into this hobby and is better than me immediately. This is bullshit. Did did you see the episode where they did a Simpsons Family Guy crossover? Yes. That's, I love that. Meg is, Meg is in Lisa's room, and, and she's lamenting to Lisa how horrible her life is, because if you watch Family Guy, it really is awful with yeah. all kinds of rapes and child molestation, and, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. But she's talking about how she's good at nothing. She's like, I'm bad at everything. And, uh, and, and she's like, what are all those trophies you have there? And Lisa says, oh, those are – she's got a whole rack of them for playing the saxophone because Lisa's historically yeah. a great saxophone player on The Simpsons. And she's like, a what? And she picks it up, and Meg goes, na -na, na -na, na -na, na -na. and she's playing – like she looks like Bill Clinton coming out on the night show. Just uh -huh. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and Lisa's just like 
And she gets done. She's like, how was that? She's like, eh, it was okay for a beginner. But with butcher's hands like that, you should really find something. You know, just, <laughs> <laughs> just, just immediately like, hates her as yeah. soon as she realizes that she's her talent is compromised. But yeah, that's how I feel about it. Where it's like, God damn it. Like, Chiz jumps right into this sport. Mind you, didn't even pick the Sharks. That, that's until where I was they had headed. Won the first so round. He the was Kings like, I'm going and the with Sharks. LA or San Jose. I don't care that they're two of the biggest rivals in hockey. I'm from somewhere in California, so I can just take my choosing. That's the thing about California sports fans that drives me fucking crazy is they've got 16 teams over there, and none of them care at all except for the Raiders, unless they're good. That's it. None of them Niners fucking care. It's the thing. biggest bandwagon state of sports in the history of the world because they have such beautiful skiing and beaches everywhere. They don't have to look at cows and sports, smell KFOs on the way home. Sports teams everywhere else are cats, but in California, they're dogs, right? If you're from Philly, you have to prove your loyalty, right? You have to, like, support your team, maybe beat up a fan from an opposing team, throw a beer on a girl, something like that. Whatever it takes to prove your Philly okay, allegiance. Just watch them. Just, just watch him and know the player. And we'll do it. No, no, no. Rule. Oh. You have to draw blood. Lightweight. Lightweight. <laughs> you have so, to pay the iron price. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? So so the Eagles are cats. You really have to, like, gain their affection. On the other hand, like, the Sharks are dogs. They will just come up to you and love you and beg for you to be their fan. And Yeah, they're just, oh, my God, they care. They finally care. Yeah. Like, nobody has given a fuck about the Sharks for 25 years, aside from a few fans here and there just being, oh, we choke all the time. This is what bothers me as a Blues fan. The Blues have been around for 50 years now. This is our 49th, 50 will be next year. 50 years, we choked from 10 years before the Sharks existed to 15 years after they existed. Made the playoffs every single year. Lost every single year in 25 years time. We, the enti- we've only missed the playoff eight years in our entire team history miss the playoff every time we are the truest chokers in all four major sports and all these fans are so new they're all just like oh fucking sharks they always choke like oh the blues they're at least solid it's like no fuck you none of you know anything about this sport at the very least give me credit for the fact that our franchise sucks but and they're they're beating us and they're stealing on the fact that we suck it's it's like you can't they're having their cake and eating it too and the fact that it's in california makes it so much worse because you know that none of them care it's just enraging. Yeah. And I went, like, I, to get to the Reddit part of it I was talking about before the show, I went, so I go to, I don't, like, really post or contribute or anything, but I go to, like, uh, the hockey subreddit, and then I'll go to the Blues subreddit, and then, like, when we were playing Chicago, I'd go to the Hawks, Dallas, I go to the Stars one, San Jose, I go to the Sharks one, and go take to the a enemy. look around. Why do you do that? Uh, just to see what people are saying about the game. And mainly, the, uh, it's the fastest place I can find GIFs. Like, uh, I'm not going to find the best shark highlights on the Blues Reddit. Makes sense. I need to go there and find... Do you ever see, like, the sharks talking about, like, a Blues defenseman or something, and, like, their their fear for him, and you're like, yeah, you better be afraid. He's coming for you. You know what I mean? Does that ever happen? Uh, not this series. Uh, I mean, maybe... Troy, <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> Troy Power has been doing really well. Um, I, I do notice a lot of arrogance over at the San Jose sub. Like, oh. I go over there, and I, I try to be so unbiased because I, I would go to the Sharks one and go to the Blues one. I went to the Sharks one, and all I see are them just barricading themselves in against an army of straw men Blues fans of, man, these Blues fans, they think they're just going to roll us over, and, man, now we're showing them. They, that'll show them. And so I'm like, oh, man, I didn't know the Blues Reddit was being so dickish and arrogant. 
And I go over there and every single fucking game thread, aside from the few people ranting about refs sucking, is like, man, that one's not... The top comment was, man, can't blame anyone but ourselves on that. Poor third period, poor passing, couldn't get a good offensive zone entry at all. Um, at least Allen did a good job playing the puck. In the, like, like actual hockey like lingo. And then you go to the Sharks one and it's like, lol, Blues fans, haha, sucks that your top goal scorer isn't doing well even though he's injured and anyone who's watched hockey more than six weeks can tell that. Um, it's just aggravating because you go on those forums and you think they're going to have some knowledge of the sport and then you're reading it and you're like, what the fuck? This guy doesn't know what tripping is. Tripping is so self-explanatory. Like, it's just, <laughs> in my head, I was like, what are the, what, what's tripping in hockey? Yeah, it's when you, it's when you trip them. Or, oh. or, uh, the, so many people don't understand what boarding is. Every one of those threads, a big hit is just fucking boarding, ridiculous. Like, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> you, you fucking idiots. You have no idea. You've never played, and you don't know the sport very well. And I'm really bitter because we lost, and that's why I'm so angry about it. But goddamn. Like, I like it when you have, and Chiz like, argue because it's great, right? Like, like, we've talked about this before, but he will simultaneously parrot some, like, in-depth, crazy hockey analysis on, like – how they have the advantage on the third line because your winger is great puck handling against some guy with poor speed and 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 it's like oh yeah shit Chiz is into this and then it's can you explain icing to me like what you know where'd the goalie go did he get yeah, sick goalie? is he okay he just left like yeah i don't know i, I really am happy for Chiz that he's enjoying the sport i just hope that what who am i kidding as soon as the sharks lose he's not gonna care oh he's done he's done no, he's done he he's done so, so that's really that's I think the anger at bandwagon fans is the argument against where it's like well, we just want more people to get into the sport. It's like yeah, I agree with you, but if you get into the sport and then you stick with it, you're not a bandwagon fan. Mm -hmm. A bandwagon fan is chiz by definition, someone who waits for the fair weather to come out, steps into the sun, and the second a cloud appears on the horizon, sprints back into cover and acts like they never cared in the first place. So it doesn't matter. You know, that's the aggravating thing about bandwagon yeah. fans. Yeah, he doesn't suffer the pain that, say, a, a Blues fan would. Yeah, like, it, it, it would be like me just, like, if I if right now I acted like I had been totally on Trump's side the whole time and I just start shit-talking him about Bernie because he's really invested in that. And to see me hop Wait, in... Wait, isn't that pretty much how things have gone down? Uh, I mean, I'm not <laughs> as into Trump as he is the Sharks at the moment. I'm not okay. posting, like, stats about Trump. I am, I guess. I watched his one now, video, I, uh, to my, policy video, and it was good. It made a lot of sense. To my, that was to, the whole thing. As far as I go, I, I feel like it's not that I'm posting uh, stats and stuff. Like, like I haven't posted, you know, his, his plan for X or Y or Z. I post the memes. Mm -hmm. I, th I think it's funny. I think it's inter it's entertainment for me. I, I, I love that aspect of it. So my phone's full of, like, Trump memes that I get from the, you know. It really I, is. We get so many memes. So many. And, and I only send the ones I like. Like, I keep a few for myself. You know, just just to look at later later and chuckle to myself, yeah. Um, so I, I mean, recently the uh, the the Donald uh, subreddit, the main big one with like 120,000, 150,000 users or something like that, centipedes, uh, had a bit of a falling out with with the with, there, there was a there was an issue with the moderators and some people felt like the, some of the mods had been cucked. And uh, so, so, and uh, and yeah, there was a big falling of out. Of course, they did. And a bunch of and, and about and about ten or twenty thousand centipedes uh, left. What is a centipede? The, a nibble navigator. Uh, they left uh, the um, the Donald subreddit and created and so, created a new one called Mr. Trump. 
So there's this old, like, one of the things initially that I think it started on, I'm going to pronounce it as Pol, P-O-L on 4chan. They, they were posting um, this, like, montage called the Can't Stump, from that's on the Can't Stump the Trump uh, YouTube channel. Uh -huh. And it's, it's playing that voiceover. It's, like, uh, describing this, a centipede as a, with, with its cur two curved fangs and how it, 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 it despite its, its, its large size, it is a nimble navigator. And they felt like that describes Trump really well, that he comes in and just takes out the competition and no matter what they throw at him, despite the fact that he's a, he, despite its impressive <laughs> size, navigator. he is a nimble navigator. That sounds like navigator. a skill you'd upgrade in Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they call him the nimble navigator. And, and it, it started this whole big movement over there and it's kind of the, the uh -huh. genesis of the, the Donald Can Trump I interrupt? subreddit. Yeah. The other thing they do a lot is they compare what game he's playing to what game other people are playing, right? So at first it was Trump's playing chess and Cruz is playing checkers. And then it's like Trump's playing 3D chess while Cruz is playing checkers. And then all of a sudden he's playing like 3D chess combo, uh, like Othello and Go combined into a fourth dimension with time changing. And he's playing checkers. Like that Star Trek chess and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. They just go I wild love with that it. shit. But yeah, now there is a new subreddit called Mr. Trump with 10 or 20, <clears throat> maybe 10,000 users as of yesterday. And uh, they will not be uh, slowed down with the anti-Muslim stuff. The uh, they're not, they're not afraid to like really put the dirty stuff out there. And, and and you know they're the ones with the picture of Trump Force One crashing into Mecca. Um, they, they, their slogan is make make mecca glass again <laughs> yeah stuff like again? that yeah i i i, I, I guess know. it's just the sand thing. again maybe it was make mecca sand again or something uh, like that it, it, but you know stuff like that they they're not shy about the donald Anything, subreddit goes after social justice warriors with a with a passion uh -huh. but the mr trump subreddit goes after anyone and everyone that they uh, that they don't like that and, they deem a cuck they, they do not pull any punches with uh, the Islamic terrorism thing is a big thing for them and for Trump right now, I guess. And like I said early on with this thing, the more terrorist attacks there are between now and Election Day, the better Trump's odds are. Because the more the left doesn't want to even use the term radical Islam and the more Trump is up there screaming, it's radical Islam, it's radical Islam. And the more we see people who are clearly radical Islamists blowing shit up and murdering people and raping people and killing people every fucking day, the more Trump's narrative is, you know, seeing is believing, right? And you do need someone out there saying that for the sake of discourse. You can't have course, everybody yeah. burying their head in the sand. Yeah. Yeah. You saw, I saw that musician from, I can't think, the Eagles or of Death. burying other people's whatever. heads in the sand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, he um, blamed the liberals for that. He blamed liberals. He, he he was like, all I saw was all these white kids so confused about what was happening because because they couldn't imagine. You know, I, I saw like a half a dozen quotes from him, and he's he def he was like, until no one has guns, maybe everyone should have guns. He, he had lots of quotes like that, um, and he's being really uh, attacked. This is a guy who got shot at, right? This is one of the guys there watching the carnage go down. Yeah. And and, and now liberals are going after him for being insensitive. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> Isn't it? Like I, I feel like I'd be like, don't you know where I was? Don't you know that there's like blood and guts splattered on the wall? And I watched it go down. And I heard the screams and the and the, and the begs for mercy and watched really... them callously execute, you know, eighty people or whatever it was. I'm like totally... I was there, motherfucker. I'm torn on the like stick your head in the sand versus combat radical Islam. So I'm more than happy to combat <clears throat> radical Islam. I have no love for them. But at the same time, I want the lines at the TSA to move faster. So if we could somehow put our heads in the sand in just that one area, those checkpoints, I would be okay. 
I uh, I agree with that because I feel like they're completely <laughs> ineffective anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, like they're just not searching the bags. They're not able to, and especially with their budget cuts. I'd like to see some sort of private There's organization for it. come in there. It's security theater, right? That whole yeah, thing like, doesn't actually catch any bad guys. It's never caught a single one to our knowledge. As, I it say that fails, all the time. It fails, you know, test after test. People sneak guns and knives in. I sneak knives in half my flights. I just forget them. They're in my pocket. They're like, yeah, what do you can take your knife with you? It's in my backpack. No big deal. Half of the time I fly, I have a knife on me. They never, well, they, they don't catch it most I've of the time. I've accidentally gotten a few, like, sharp, pointy weapons that, would, that shouldn't sure. have been on there on there. So, but, but what it is is it's security theater. When they say, and I don't think they ask anymore, but for the longest time they said, like, hey, has your luggage been outside of your vision, right? You know, oh, have, yeah. have you had your eye on it the whole time? Not that anymore. does nothing to make you secure. That's security theater, and that's what the TSA is really about. Mm-hmm. Would that's anyone a- say yes? No. Oh, not unless you're a moron. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I left this on a street corner all night and then you know picked it what? up quickly and ran in here. I, I didn't I'm not really sure what's in here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I was hoping that with your fancy machine, you could recheck it for me. I totally like, <laughs> round chick out of line uh, last time I was at the airport, though. Like, like um, uh, I don't, I don't know her ethnicity. I don't know her, her nationality, but she was brown skinned and looks and, and didn't look like she was from south of the border. Very pretty girl and mm-hmm. uh, did looked. She was dressed in like capris and like a, a no sleeve top, but they got her ass out of line nonetheless. Come over here, ma'am. You've been randomly selected for some. Uh, oh. What do they call it? It was either further screening or or something like or you know it it there was it was some PC like like soundbite that they that they laid out to her, and I was just like. <laughs> They're gonna pat your ass down. That's what's coming. They're putting you in the, you know, they're going over there to check in your waistband, make sure you don't have an underwear bomb over there or something. Dude, I have a friend named Ian. We went on these surfing trips in the Dominican Republic and stuff together. He was on the show, I think, one time, but he didn't really hit it big. Anyway, Ian's hilarious, and I think his dad is Jamaican. But to, like, you can't. Re- He's one of those guys you don't know what the hell he is. Like, you can tell there's. There's something not England about him, but like if if I told you he was from India or um, Egypt or Mexico, you can check any of those boxes on his taxes. Yeah, he, he's take your pick. You can't really tell what the, the scoop is with him. So he was always getting picked up by TSA. They were just randomly selecting him every fucking time. So my friends and all started calling him Mohammed in line, and uh, and then we took credit for whenever they selected him. We're like, dude, Mohammed, you know, this is going to be great, don't you think? Are you nervous? And, uh, and, and then he'd get selected, and we'd act like it was because of us. Yeah. Might have been. Throw in a la 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 la, and then yeah. just look the other right. way, like, like he did. <laughs> act like you're talking to him about sports. And I thought we were, we were coming back, and then boom! Home run! Like, just. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Hamid, who was from uh, Morocco, he, he had one of those big bags that had stickers from all over the world from his travels and stuff. And, you know, it, it, it's so many stickers that y- you just kind of lose them all in the, in the mix. And we put one on there that was a bomb and said TikTok right before he's going to the airport one day. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> noticed it, but we just really got a kick out of that. Like, 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 I hope they do notice it. Do you have an opinion on sticker folk? People who put lots of stickers on the back of their cars or on their luggage and stuff? So, mm. I... Yeah, I... I'm fine with it, I guess. I, that's not where I would choose to put those things. I think, it, it, like, like, I've got a bunch of stickers and, uh, and, and mostly patches that firearms companies have given me, those Velcro patches. And some gun guys will get these things called patch boards that are, like, you know, they're Velcro and they're very large and you could mount them on a wall if you wanted to. And they'll have a huge collection of these, you know, the other side's Velcro on the patch. And they'll have a collection of them and it'll be anywhere from, 
you know, the 82nd Airborne's patch to like Ruger's patch. You know what I mean? And, and like, and they'll have dozens of them. I'm just not really into that. I got a big box full of I, all I'm that. I'm not shit. talking about those as much. Like the ones where it just like has like three letters in a circle that you put on the back of like uh, a Honda, uh, whatever pilot. the fuck that commercial was, the Honda Pilot that shows where you went. Too many of those is silly. Maybe one or two of those, no big deal. I'm talking about the ones where like it'll be on the back of some car or a piece of luggage and it'll say like uh don't get too close i didn't take my bitch pills this morning oh yeah it's like no you what why would you why would you put that out there to the world as to who you are yeah i like the ones that it's like truck balls those balls people put on their truck it's just a poor representation of who you are whenever i see that someone has like a bunch of athletic (laughs) uh accomplishments on the back I think that's cool. Like they'll have like I don't know. They ran this five k and that five k and twenty six point two, right? Sure, yeah. That. All you know, their marathon time and all that stuff. I I find that really interesting, and I could get behind that. Like shit, this guy's committed to a thing. Like he's not it's an just accomplishment, though. he's not just tinkering, making ships and bottles. He's going out and running miles, and 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 these. This is sort of his trophy case. Sure, that's cool. I like that. Um, Political stuff I would never put on my car. Gun stuff I would never put on my car. As soon as you put a gun sticker on your car, just letting everybody know you got a fucking gun in the car. Break yeah. my window, take it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't that's do the it. thing. Yeah, people. Um, I, I I've seen it somewhere. I think it was on the on the gun subreddit called Gun It. And uh, yeah, the guy had his gun stolen, and then they caught the guy, and he admitted that he broke into that car because it had gun stickers on the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's 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 a compact piece of that's something like, that's yeah. five or six hundred to. Two or three grand. Mm-hmm. It's like putting a bumper sticker that says like "Gold Enthusiast" yeah. on there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dime, big fan of diamonds here. <laughs> I was, so I was looking at some at another performance review of the uh, the 1080, and it didn't look as good as, as some of the others I've seen. It was it was outperforming uh, the 980 Ti. Um, I think do you pronounce do you say Ti or do you say 980? Say Ti. Oh yeah, like, like I, Tie Fighter. Or, uh, I believe it's, it's actually Faso La T. I think you're doing it right when you say Ti. So, and, and that was the comparison. And then they ran a comparison with uh, SLI 1080s, which is what I really wanted to see, like what it could do. I, I know you and Chiz keep telling me that that's a huge waste and like overpowered. I don't need it. But it seems that if I want to play at a higher resolution than 1080p and get 60 FPS or higher on next gen games, then it's required. Can um, I, he, what's the price? Tag? I would suggest you pick Double. your monitor first. You know, I, I don't I know of any 4K. 60 frames per second monitors they might be out there i could be wrong yeah i was um yeah um or, i was at a monitor last night that was like 700 maybe a samsung or something like that i know it was 1440 and 144 hertz or maybe 160 hertz so i know there's 144s i don't know of 144 but it could be um and 4k that might even go at 60 but i don't think you'll find more than that um i don't know i, I guess what i'm saying is pick your monitor before you buy a double card for an imaginary monitor. For sure, for sure. I'll definitely do that. I, I do have a 4K monitor, but it's 60, you know. I, I, although, hey, 4K at 60 might be preferential to, to um, um, 1440 and, you know, 80. Like, maybe I would prefer that. Obviously, it's smoother at 80, but so much more uh, uh, picture quality with the with the 1440. And it's a whole different aspect ratio, right? It look, It's just a different it look and feel. depends on your, your gaming, too. Like, like you know, the, the Kyle of three years ago was all about Twitch shooters, right? Whereas the Kyle that I think I know today is really more about an immersive kind of, like, like Skyrim is as twitchy as you plan on going, where you'd like to enjoy the experience, and you maybe not see us go 
I don't want to close any doors. I mm, that's one thing okay. I don't want. I, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want next fall for this the the best first person shooter that there has ever been to come out and me to be like, ah, oh, well, I guess I could run it in thirty five frames. That'll be okay. Uh, I, I don't want that to happen. I am playing Doom right now and really enjoying it. It's it's mm. it's simple, but it's really reminiscent of Dead Space to me in a lot of ways with the weapons upgrades. And I guess maybe there's commonalities throughout all FPSs of that genre uh, to some regard. But I'm liking it a lot. I like the weapon mix. Uh, I feel like I'm real. I feel like I'm good at it. I'm playing it on either the hardest or the second hardest level and and really crushing it. Uh, having a good time. I beat Doom a lot back in the '90s. Like I used to I, love that game. It, the updated one is really fun. Um, I'm I'm really digging it. But yeah, I was watching his uh, his comparison, and he was running a handful of games, um, you know, and showing the comparison between the 980 Ti and the 1080. And you were getting 10 to maybe 20 percent uh, boost in the FPS depending on um, 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 resolution. I, I, in some games, it was it was only like eight FPS faster and stuff like that, which was a little troubling. Um, but when he SLI'd them, then all of a sudden he's playing these games that I'd never even heard of, but looked incredible at 50 frames, 60 frames, even SLI'd. You know, it, it's not getting up into those crazy 140 frame rate madness that I've, I see in like frag movies and stuff, uh, uh, which I've, I've, I've always been kind of turned on by that. Not sexually <laughs> so much, but like, wow, look at that. Look how I remember watching those old frag movies and comparing it to my console experience of COD 4. And it's just so First of all, you're 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 look. It, it's a different um, field of view. Field of ratio. view. Yes, the field of view is different. And when you when you combine that with the higher resolution and an ex much higher frame rate, it was like, wow, this looks real. COD Four looks like real life or something like that, or at least some sort of RL simulator. Um, and then the VR stuff. I know that's going to keep getting better and better. And I'm sure optimization will improve over time. So right now, I feel like the 1080 is having to like just force its way uh, through these games and power through making them look nice, so maybe it'll improve in that regard, but two of them seems like the way to go if I really want tip-top, and it's only $600 more plus all the things I have to get to go along with it, because it's like a hot <laughs> rod and as, so soon as you, and as soon as you put that fucking like cold air intake and add another 80 horsepower onto the hood with a couple other things all of a sudden something else doesn't work right Yeah That's what it seems to be like with building a PC like, I, uh, I'm going to make some how decisions How long do they last where they're good? I think like this time you, it's going to last a while. Like, like, and and it. How I long think is a while? I think I could start. I think if I spend say thirty two hundred dollars today, mm -hmm. my PC is good five years from now. Oh. Good, and it's great uh, two years from now, probably still. I don't know. Is that right? I think, I think that's so. on the high end of optimistic, like optimistically possible, maybe. I feel like that's, I mean, with this one, like, I don't know when I did this thing, like five, six years ago, but it was I like don't five think grand it was worth. 2010, though. I think it was. 2010. It was, um, I was in my lake house. Um, I was in the lake house. It was early when I was in the lake house because I remember I hadn't even moved bedrooms. I think it was 2010. So it was VidCon. When, when was the first VidCon? I don't know. When, Cause when the, did FPS Russia start his channel? 2010. 2009, actually, yeah. That doesn't October, sound right. October 2009 was when I started uploading. The channel was created uh, a few months before October 2009, but with no uploads. But, so it was probably um, seven, so probably July 2000. was created in April of 2010, which is oh, earlier okay. than I would have guessed. But Before the year then, okay. Yeah, so if the channel was started in April of 2010, 
Do you think you got your PC a year? Whenever VidCon was that year. I think it was, might have been the first VidCon because that's when I had my meeting with iBuyPower and everything. But I don't know. At the time, this was like five grand worth of shit, and it's still okay. I mean, it runs Company of Heroes at pretty much... Are you much playing Company of Heroes on this or on your gaming laptop? Both. I can play it on both. Um, the laptop, What's better? Oh, this for sure. Um, this is still better than the laptop. I can run higher higher settings on, on this. Um, first VidCon, July of 2010. So you got it, I guess, just a couple weeks after that, maybe? August Something like 2010? That. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Speaking oh, yeah, of Company of Heroes, we are about to play after this. And I'm excited. Woody I, has not taken up Kyle's offers for lessons. And so I this have is going to be a very interesting. It. You have <laughs> yeah, you've got it installed. But that's about it. Oh man. It's yeah. uh, I was talking to Kyle last night, like, you know, maybe it might be better if we just push it to Age of Mythology, you know? If he's gonna be aggravated anyway, in for a penny, in for a pound, like, <laughs> may as well see him infuriated <laughs> instead of just kind of getting it. You yeah, because in Age of Mythology, little... you, it would be like, I, if, if you'd you be play playing checkers and I'd, no, I have it backwards, it's chess worse. and I'd be playing checkers. We'd be playing Age of Mythology and you'd be playing with an abacus over there. With no, <laughs> yeah. no in Age mind. of Mythology, it took me like a couple of games before I learned how to, how to, even, how to even make an offensive unit. Like to even know how to get to stage two of the game when you build offense. It took me a while to figure that out and to, and to get it down. And it still to this day, if I like zone out and like don't pay attention, it'll take me an extra three minutes and I'll lose the game. Like if it, it you have to hit that shit at like a precise amount of time. I, I'm hitting yeah. that shit at four minutes and thirty three seconds. Like I should have clicked that button by now. It should have been done, or depending on the build, three thirty sometimes. But um, Company of Heroes, it's much more straightforward. You don't have to build an economy. You just capture you points. Can, I feel like I don't know if this is Stop gonna work. So we haven't tried it, but I feel like you can a lot different responsibilities differently. Like with Age of Mythology, if we were on the same team, I couldn't be like, I'm gonna make all infantry and Kyle, you just focus on wood. Like that that wouldn't work. But for this game it seems like you'd be like, Alright, Woody, you're you're the mortar guy because you're playing whatever people have the best mortar. So just keep pumping those guys out and every once in a while make an infantry unit or a tank. And yeah. you know, Kyle will handle the anti aircraft and anti tank. So you which do seems play like as a that's team. what you do every game anyway. We can play as a team. Because it's it's um we will to start. It'll it'll be more fun that way for everyone. You really each player doesn't have an enormous like World War II style army, but it, it, you have to play like four four v fours for the game to really get to the scale that you expect out of World War II. When you got when you have four uh, players versus four, then you've got you know maybe sixteen tanks on the field at once. You've got dozens of infantry units, machine guns, mortars going off, airstrikes, and it becomes a beautiful game. It's so, so who's hectic. the best at um, Company of Heroes? Is it Taylor? Oh, Kyle. Kyle's no, the best. No, Kyle's played. Yeah. So it could be Kyle best. and the Patreon against the three of us. Just well, outnumbering people makes it. See, see outnumbering like, people, we would get a population advantage, and so yeah. we would end up winning. Because even if we sent in shit units, eventually we would just get maybe overwhelmed. We could try that, like, I guess. It would be just. A I just trade. don't want to be totally alone. Like you know, it really sucks when it's no, like no. Me. We'll all be on the same team. Oh, I didn't know that And then that we'll was play AI or something like that, that until you get sense. acclimated to it. So then when we're on the same team, it's not like, oh, I'm making infantry units right now. And Woody will be like, I'm making a mortar. And I'm like, oh, you're making a mortar. I'm going to go ahead and make a sniper. And where are you sending that mortar? Woody, let me help <laughs> place it. Like, no. No, that's good. Because what I feared was this. Like, I, I, I'm assuming Chiz doesn't know how to play either. Me, Chiz, and the Patreon, right? Total noobs. Losing three on two to you guys who are just like... 
so pleased with yourself and we're all like this is the worst experience ever no no you have to be getting people into these games is it's a delicate dance <laughs> it's a chainsaw but no it's yeah. it's a delicate dance because you have to woo them into it like the first times we played age of mythology i didn't just storm in and be like haha kyle you've got two guys hacking wood you don't even need right that right now fucking idiot and then like destroy him like He'd be like, this game sucks, and Taylor's a dick. Like, I'm not playing with him. Like, you, you have to woo people into games like this, or they get too discouraged. So, yeah, this it's, game less so. This game is much easier to pick up. Yeah, I'm digging it. Uh, and, like, this is actually, this is the first, uh, Company of Heroes, although I didn't play it much, was the first PC game I ever played, for sure, um, because my roommate had it, and I played it for, like, an hour one day. And I remember I built oh, a lot no. of barbed wire. Built a lot of barbed wire because <laughs> so I didn't know what I. <laughs> you know, you, I, you, I remember starting out with like one engineer or something, and I was just like, "Huh, better barbed wire my little base up here. Make sure they don't get me." And you know, you wait ten minutes, and the bad guys come and destroy you because that's what happens if you do that. Um, but yeah, I'm excited about this. I've been playing the game a good bit. I really like the World War II aspect of it. The way they designed this game, they took a lot of stuff from historical. It's historically accurate. So the conscripts of the Russians—that's their infantry. They're not trained very well, but there's an extra man per squad because the Russians they're did their conscripts. They were conscripted and forced into this army and just thrown out there like Vasily Zaitsev and Enemy at the Gates. Uh, the, the, the British are kind of the opposite of that. Very well-trained uh, gentlemen. There's only four in a squad, but, but they, they hold their positions really well. Once you put them in cover, they're hard to uproot, the hardest in the game. But then the Americans have these riflemen who are very versatile and can do a number of different things, and they come in five-man squads. But then the Germans send in the, these fucking Volks, Volkgrenadiers and they're fucking badasses and they, got, they can have rocket launchers and Panzerschrecks and all kinds of crazy stuff. The German uh, Obslerodaten, you get that last infantry unit for the Oberwaffen or OKF, OKW. Those things are ludicrously good. I think those are the best infantry in the game. I, like they, you're wrong about that. So I downloaded, <coughs> I downloaded a tuning pack last night off the marketplace. Oh. It opens up another 135 extra units, and um, it lets you acquire them from like a lot of different places. So you can bring in your glider. Your glider will land, and it'll make like eight units. And a lot of them are units I'd never even heard of before. And this is with the British. Um, make, they make a ton of different units. It, it made the game uh, a little nutty. It, it was almost too almost, almost too much to select from. Can we play with you without that? I think that i mean i'll turn it off when we play it's just oh a i didn't check know you can just turn it off and on okay. but i think that um you can just go to the marketplace click subscribe and then like the if we played a 1v1 i could enable that tuning pack and it would apply to both of us i think i know it works in single player which is what i did because i just wanted to test out all those new cool units against ai um lately i've been trying to learn more about vehicle combat and how to how to not lose my vehicles and how to control my vehicles better because it's difficult um, you'll spend a lot of money, a lot of resources and fuel on a, on a tank, and then the enemy can take it out like that with a few cheap guys with grenades if you're not careful. If you, if you expose the rear armor, or if you go too far in, if you don't support it correctly, it's like real life. You don't just send a tank in yeah. by itself into a war. You gotta have a bunch, you know, some guys hanging along to the side of it and some air support, maybe. Yeah, you can't just loop everybody in and be like, attack, and send them over there. Like, you have to be with them every step of the way. Because there's also mines and so many emplacements and, and defenses throughout that you can't see through the fog of war, I guess they call it, that gray area. Yeah. Flammenwolfers. The Flammenwolfer. Yeah. They were you, you still like the, um, what is it, the British the most, don't you? I don't know that they're the... 
they're the ones I'm playing with because I paid for them and I got the rest of the game for free. So I feel like I should play with them. They're, they they support my play style uh, perfectly because I like to go in, grab territory, and hang on to it and keep adding defenses to it till they're impregnable. And then the enemy comes to me and slowly gets just eaten up by my MGs, mortars, and infantry and flamethrowers and such. Um, I don't like the coordinated combat that you have to keep uh, going to like go in and take territories. I don't like going in and, and being offensive as much. I like holding back and letting them come to me. So they play to that style really well. Yeah. Yeah, I think the British are fun. Not a, I, don't, I don't like their tanks as much. I just like the Germans' tanks because they beat well, the they shit were out the of every other tanks, it seems like. When yeah. you get to the top level, like the top German tank is going to beat the shit out of the best British and it should. American I, That's another thing I like. You know, in COD 4, you know, the, the fucking... The, well, actually, I take that back. COD 4 had balance issues. But in a lot of games, I, I, like, war, uh, I, I feel like they, they, they find ways to make everything pretty much on the same level. Um, you know, this one's a little faster, but... This one's faster, but but has less armor. This one's slower, but it's super powerful. But the Germans just had really fucking good tanks, so they just make them really yeah. fucking good, and they stomp on you if you're not prepared for it. But there's but they, it's not like OP. Like if you're good and you're no. microing your whatever that Sherman tank for the U.S. or whatever the butterfly tulip tank is. Yeah, for the, I don't I know it. for the uh, British. Like you can still beat the heavy tanks, but you just have to hope that they're not paying attention because if they're also microing and just keeping their front to you, you're in trouble. Yeah, the, the OKW, I think, um, has less resources uh, to, to balance them. I, I think they had to do that uh, at some point. Yeah. New topic? Units, so good. Yep. Yep. Oh, it was, uh, but you got to come <laughs> up with it. Okay. <laughs> hey, McDonald's is hiring. McDonald's has said that $35,000 robots are cheaper than employees at 15 bucks an hour. This is, what? Uh, no one predicted this. <laughs> I don't know if you remember. I, I, I talked about that forever, right? Like, hey, it, yeah. it, I, I had a new way to make my argument. Like, everyone who seems to be pro high minimum wage is actually pro shifting wealth from owners to staff, right? That's what they're really about. They're like, these Walmarts have so much money, these, you know, wealthy families from way back when has so much cash we need it's only fair to shift it from them to the people that work for them and the trouble is minimum wage doesn't do that minimum wage just raises the cost of that staff and they have other options than just paying them robots and offshoring can, can, uh, um so so is the issue that the minimum wage is being raised or is the issue that wages are being raised? Because I feel like the minimum wage should probably stay the same because it should be a minimum. You shouldn't be able it to survive. It should be wherever the market dictates, whatever it is worth. I, I don't know. We can't, we can't be robots. Um, we, we've got we to gotta have some compassion built into that system, I think. If, if it's going to be a minimum wage, we can't just be like, yeah, you'll last on 10 cents. They do it in Guatemala. You can't do that. No, but, but that, there has that wouldn't to be work. A, like, nobody would work for 10 cents. There's a, there's the market will sit market. There, I suppose point there at which people at which there's enough incentive to get them to work to, okay. to actually flip burgers you know like but, you could say like oh walmart could change their policy to only pay 20 cents an hour yeah they could and they'd lose everything I, what i would love to hear them say is that they're raising the wage for employees who have this or that or this you know if you have this degree or if you if you went if you have this from a tech school <laughs> this uh this certification or, or etc then the minimum is quite higher i I don't so like, like the idea of just any Tom, Dick, or Harry. Uh, their minimum you can pay this guy is fifteen dollars because I know a lot of people that just aren't worth that. You know, I, I, they're just not. Yeah. 
And the jo- and it's not just that. Maybe that maybe that came out wrong. I know a lot of jobs that aren't worth that. And especially when you're dealing with a corporation like McDonald's, who's able to, you know, they're not they're not some like startup company who's who who's wondering if they're going to be around next year. They know they're going to be around next century most likely, and they're planning for that. So they they're like thirty five grand for a robot. How long does it last? Ten fucking years. Well, Jamal was going to quit next week anyway. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah, I also, the people who, I noticed there's like a weird, maybe just ignoring of middle management in all of this, where the people who talk about the minimum wage and everything, every the, the bad guy is always just like the CEO or his like henchman, his little oligarchy of Walmart, Ugh, just that evil family, ooh. Like, th- that's what it is. It, it's the demonization of those people. There's no thought of the rungs and rungs and rungs and rungs of middle management and middle high and middle low and middle middle management in a giant corporation like Walmart. It's like, what do you want to do about these people? Like, are, are they making too much? Because they're kind of the ones who actually make this shit go. Those people at the very top, they kind of just got in early and now they're making money off of hard pe- work of other people for the most part, but they're still running it. But I don't know. I just feel like there's a weird dichotomy between in every corporation, you're either the CEO or the CFO or something, or you are a day laborer digging ditches and, you know, fetching coffee for them. And like it, but it know. seems like the vast majority of the people who would affect the economy the most, because we know rich people don't affect the economy. Trickle-down trickle uh, uh, economics doesn't really work because they do other things with their money because they're smart. That's how they got rich. Um, and, and we know the poor people... I don't know what happens to poor people's money. They, they somehow they find it, a way to give yeah, it to some smart people. <laughs> fooling their money. Yeah. What, what do I poor. do with all this money? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Gone. Yeah. And a lot of times yeah, I think what it is like is poor people have a lot of times what it is is poor people have been putting off a purchase for a long time, right? Like if you gave me a thousand dollars. There isn't some $1000 thing that I've been wishing and hoping that I had, right? But if you give a guy who's broke a grand He'll be like, oh, my God, I've been thirsting for this thing for so long. And that's that's part of why they do it. I like that. That's, where, did, where did you first come come into knowing that or, or believing that? Because, because it makes a lot of sense, and I've never heard that uh, before. I got a million of them. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss my ass. You were supposed to say, well, Lou Dobbs one night. He was really laying it out. You asshole. You're like, oh, I just write. I got this book called Woodyisms. I'll be publishing next year. Myself. <laughs> I've got a full chaise lounge of little pillows with great sense that's sewn all over them. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I think that's part of why they, they instantly spend their money because they've been yeah, they, they've got a lot of pent up purchases. Yeah, it's um, a smart business move on there. Like it's and people will think that it's because they just don't want to deal with like human employees or whatnot, or you know, they'll, they'll come up with some excuse for a reason that they did it, which is inaccurate. But at the end of the day, like th- these are financial institutions, not financial institutions, they're corporations, and they, th- a lot of research went into that. They didn't just go, man, I'm really tired of fucking Susan's attitude every day. We're putting a robot in there. I don't care how much it costs. Fuck that bitch. Like, no, they're <laughs> very calculated, like very, very specific decisions that they're making. So it, it was inevitable. What are those guys who work for uh, like insurance company stuff? Uh, it's an actuary. Is that it? Uh huh. Yeah. They, they yeah, actuary they, uh, going in there and and doing a little simple economic math and and saying, oh, look at this shit. We a don't friend of mine makes yep. those point of sale systems. You know the self checkout. Yeah. And he says they don't save you money. He's like, you know, he always lays it out there. He's like, just to be clear, they're not cheaper than people. And I'm like, wait, what? How can they not be? 
He's like, oh, yeah, all the infrastructure it takes to make that happen and stuff is they're more expensive. Now, I believe that they won't be. You know, I haven't asked him about that. Like, you know, what point do they become cheaper than people? Because they're gonna, right? Um, On a long enough time scale, you would think it just happens. Yeah, yeah and he, I mean, he's no joke. He's like a senior guy. He worked for Unless IBM. there's maintenance that's more expensive. Okay, so you've got one. In, I, what, I, the, what I usually see at Walmart is they've got the checkout, the self-checkout place, and then they got at least one employee whose sole job is to keep that bullshit moving because we're too stupid as Americans or human beings, whichever, take your pick, to operate those simple machines. When I go up there, I'm like a fucking machine myself. It's like, click, click, click. I know to put them on the scale or it's going to make me start over. I'm putting them on it. It has to go in the bag. Don't be putting that onion in your pocket, jerk. Like, just keep the train moving here. And then it's fucking swipe, boobity boop, and I'm gone with my receipt. I see people acting like I'm it, just like that. Roderick at the end of that. Uh, and I, that, that. I also go the other way. When I have an item that I know I will suck at ringing up, I mm. go to the register with the human. Such right? as? Well, if I go to Home Depot, for example, I might come out with a, like a, a bag full of nuts and bolts and washers, yeah. right? And I don't know, like, there's not a sticker. They're not individually marked. I can't scan a big bolt. You have to look it up in the book. Yeah. I go fruit to the used person. to intimidate me until I learned how the fruit system works. And uh, at, at <laughs> right? And my Kroger, it's like, you know, you... If you've got it, 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 there's just a fruit button or a meat button and, and, a, and, a, and stuff. Like, and you're just like, boop, 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 boop. And it was real quick. But at first I was like, what do I do with two green apples? How's it going to know? Do you ever just say, fuck it? Like, I've done that before oh, where yeah. I like have a bunch, like, I don't know, uh, kale. Yeah, right. And I just throw <laughs> it on there and you're looking like, K, K, K. What the, well, what the fuck? It's celery now. Like, and then just, <laughs> just select something else. I've done that. I just pick the closest thing in price I've done and that. then weigh it as that and then put it away. No one's coming over there. I to, buy you know, a lot of your watermelons. Papers. And whatever I can do to look, if I'm buying one watermelon, then saving a bucket and a big deal. But if you're buying 85 watermelons at Walmart for six or eight dollars a piece, if you can save a couple dollars, it's definitely worth it. And I've done a few things. Uh, what are they, to, bananas? What is the cheapest well, no, per pound? Well, no, there's different kinds of melons, first of all. And uh, okay. I, it seems that I always want the expensive kind, so there's that. Um, but, but also, I've went in there and, like, complained and said there's something wrong with these melons. Like, look at this melon here. These are rotten melons. You're selling rotten melons. It's got bullet holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> I've went in there and complained about their melons before and gotten the manager and being like, look, I'll take these awful melons off your hand. And there was a, a bad melon in there, one. I was like, we'll take these bad melons off your hand for... Hundred dollars, all right. And I just took a whole crate of them one time for a hundred dollars. But but lately we found a place that grows them outdoors. I hate having to go to Walmart because they they're all the same size. They're shitty and they're like six or eight bucks a pop. Whereas if you can find some guy on the side of the road, he's got those colossal watermelons that could feed a family of sixteen for like three bucks a pop. If you send girls, I always send my girlfriend to get them because that way I don't have to load them up and I know they're not going to make her load them up and they give her a discount. So. I got the melon uh, game figured out around here. Yeah, you were saying that like you were going through self checkout trying to ring them up as like peaches, and then leaving and then being aghast when they stopped you at the door. Like I, I didn't see your your whole melon scheme. Yeah, I've I've done a few things. Whatever it takes. Um, I, I don't want to pay full price though. Whatever it is, you know, well, I always so complain. You should have some amazing videos coming up. I'm waiting on the piece of paper. So that first piece of paper I saw that a I showed you, of it. the first piece of paper that I showed you is me being approved as a uh, a person of responsibility on said license. Mm -hmm. The second piece of paper is the license itself. I uh, ATF called me uh, maybe four or five days ago on Friday. She was like, "Hey, your license is here. It bounced back to us. Do you have a second address we can send it to?" Because 
my, the post office is wacky with understanding my uh, my the other address for that thing is because I've done some things to make it difficult to find, and mm -hmm. uh, even for the post office. <laughs> and, uh, and so they're they're sending me the 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 thing to my house. So I was expecting it today. Now I'm expecting it tomorrow. But this week, yeah. So it's super nice. close. Yeah, it's gonna be great. And I think my I'm probably nearly as excited about my PKA knife, which yeah, those are on the way. Yeah, they they hit the mail. I have a tracking number actually. Yeah, I, Kitty gave me one too. I uh, I am not checking it. I want to be surprised. I am the opposite, and I'm hoping it'll probably come tomorrow, is my guess. But um, I'll check this out now. I won't be. It's home. a good knife. I uh, I really like it. I like the way it feels. Um, I don't want to talk too much about it because the people who are listening to this can't really get one because we did a limited run and it was first come first serve. Yep. People who listen to this probably had that early access. And... I'll bootleg this motherfucker for two hundred. <laughs> I won't. Oh yeah. Oh, anybody want mine? Huh? <laughs> Six hundred. That'd be really shitty. So it that doesn't say shitty. when it's going to arrive. It only says uh, that it left um, Georgia. Okay. Shouldn't oh, it says two day mail though, so that's a hint. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> How many days has it been now? <laughs> it's been one day, so now it's one day of mail. Yeah, she had a, so she's got a huge pile of those little like mini boxes to 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 ship everything out and everything. She's uh so those are coming out to you guys listening to this. The yeah. if you're listening to this and you're and you're probably gonna get yours within two days. Yeah, I think I'm, they're all two days I'm going for training again tomorrow, learning to fly. Uh, that should be I think cool. we should save t flying talk for PK. I'm very interested in it. Don't get me wrong. Uh -huh. Yeah, we need to. Yeah. And I know a little bit about what's gone down. Um, I know what you've done. Um, and... I made the, the vlog, right? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Is there and, more uh, that I don't know that you're talking about? <laughs> it sounds subtle. Like, I know what you've done, and I'm like, what did I don't I know. Do? I, I never know. I, I, but, I, but I never like to, uh, to, 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 to spoil something. That's why we, he wants to save it. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't want you being like, well, did you know I did this, this, and that? And I'd be like, no, I didn't. I wanted to talk about it on the show. Okay, here's what I will say. Talk about, okay. And I think this will be okay to say. Okay. I'm going tomorrow. So before the show... Like between 2.30 p.m. And, and when we record the show, there'll be a vlog that you can learn about day two. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's right. So the, the things I do on Wednesday will get posted at 2.30 on Thursday. That's then, awesome. Um, it's uh, Another thing not to talk about until the actual show is Game of Thrones. No, no, no. That's, no, that no, needs no. to be uh, saved. Yes. I will say in one second, best season blurb. so far. Best episode so far uh, uh, for a long time. Um, I think as far as at the whole episode, you know, I, I go back to when um, uh, the mountain fought the, the viper. Mm -hmm. That was great. And mm -hmm. the fight, we said we weren't going to talk about this, but I, I got to say, the fight choreography at the very beginning with Arya was some of the best in the entire series. When she is having that stick fight with that blonde chick and the blonde chick throws her stick down and it's like, come on. And she's just fucking grabbing the stick and moving it around. That blonde chick looks like she's a combat expert. I am afraid to mess with that blonde chick. Like, and then she starts fucking like dirty boxing. Like, it was great. She's just fucking throwing her an uppercut. It's Dude, great. We'll, on Thursday, we'll talk we'll more. It. It's been yeah, great, I got a couple though. comments. Yeah. It's, it's been a yeah. very good season. Bravo to them. Good job. Yeah. People that make that show are fucking killing it this year. Uh, I have no complaints. That, that I are feel like it was on a three-year decline. 
you know two it two for sure a two I, were I, bad I, but that know, makes a three-year decline right not you know bad. It's, it's, it's hard to, i don't know there were episodes that i didn't like but hell that episode where Jon snow holds the wall last season um and it's the entire that was a good one the entire was that episode last year is, i think yeah. it is that was the good. entire episode is devoted to that fight um, it it might have been it, that was yeah, an amazing. That episode. was one of the best episodes in the whole. We we can talk about past seasons. I don't care about that. I just wanted to say this sure. episode. But yeah, I thought, dude, Game of Thrones season... talk is coming on Thursday, and the show is doing great, and that's that's pretty cool. Uh, flying talk is coming on Thursday. Uh, I won't say and, too much uh, more. I want to spoil. Frustrated with Company of Heroes 2 talk also coming on Thursday. <laughs> That's happening later tonight. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're going to like it. I, it's fun to watch. I haven't I actually like it. started it. I only know Steam says it's installed. You should start it to see if the... Like, remember when Michael Scott has to do the PowerPoint presentation for, and Ryan's there yes. to, to supervise him? And he's like, all right, let's get started. Looks like, uh, okay, it's installing now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> estimated 12 minutes. Should be done in three or four. <laughs> Ryan's like, is this the first time you've ran PowerPoint, Michael? <laughs> You're supposed to learn this, so you can teach should it be to done them. in three or four. I yeah. forgot about that. Asshole. He's the worst. Um, so, yeah, you, maybe you should check to make sure there aren't going to be a bunch of updates and silliness. It, none of the updates for that game have taken me more than a couple minutes. That's like, true. You know, I, I bought Doom, and I'm digging Doom a lot. I, I know I talked about it a little earlier. It was an hour before I could play the shit. You know, I, I, mm. I put it in, and there was... A 500 megabyte download for Xbox, and then another 500 megabyte download for Doom, and then it had to install for like oh, it's not a PC gig after gig after gig. I got it's both, but I got it for console. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I honestly second guess myself now when I'm thinking about buying more console games because it's like, especially if it's one that I want to play right away because it's like what the like, I really have to go home and wait like an hour and a half, two hours after I purchase this before I can play what I purchased. It's a little lame. Like, it's ludicrous. And Nonsense. So what's on those discs anymore? I think it's just permission to play the game. It because, is. That's all that it is. Yeah, I don't think there's anything on that fucking disc anymore. It's no. it's a little upsetting uh, when you, you when give you, you a slip of that. paper with a code and you could do that, but they just can't justify selling a sixty dollars slip of paper. So they give you a bullshit CD-ROM disc and tell you to bring that home. Fuck off. Pay sixty dollars for this and then go download it off of our store. Yeah, oh. I don't care for that too much, um, but I am liking the game a lot, and I'm glad I got it for Xbox One because my PC wouldn't play it at 60. That's the other one of the other bitch marks I saw. I saw the 1080 running that shit at like 45 frames at 4K or something like that. It's just outrageous, um, and, and I like that a lot. And he was suggesting that it would be good for Linux gaming, but I don't even I don't even have another thought about Linux gaming. I know nothing about that and how that works. Yeah, I wouldn't but... expect you to get into that. Yeah, it sounds boring. Mm. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh. Well, oh. I guess it's time to get my yeah, ass kicked our, uh, in our fan is waiting on heroes. us. All right. Um very good. Well I will launch Company of Heroes and see how that goes. <laughs> PKN episode ninety three. <laughs> uh.